Hey, this is Eric Harris, and welcome to the third part in the four-part series. We're on number three. I uh, hope you're sticking with me on this. If this is your first first time listening to me on an episode of the podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, this is Thinkology, where we think and grow better. Uh, and we, we've been doing a few episodes on going beyond forgiveness. So thinking beyond forgiveness. And in the first two episodes, the first one was about uh, quantifying what's owed. So definitely go back and check out that episode. Please do. Uh, there's a succession and there's a, a buildup for a reason. So definitely please go back and check that one out. And then in the second one, it was identifying the offender, the villain. And that's that's an important step in the process because uh, quantifying what's owed and then who owes it helps you to start to package how to counsel the debt. And that's the topic of today's uh, episode. So we're going to get into it. And I hope I can uh, kind of get through this one. Uh, it's a bit emotional because it's, it's huge and, and it requires some work, a lot of work. But uh, let's let's jump into counseling debt. What does it mean to counsel debt? Um, all right. So hope you're ready because so, I am. <laughs> so counseling debt. Uh, Counseling debt's important because uh, the first first aspect of counseling the debt is um, understanding the position you have and the fact that you can do it. Um, <laughs> how do we say this? Uh, yeah, understanding the position that you have and the fact that you can do it. You can counsel debt. Whether you know it or not, you can cancel debt. Um, and I say it this way, you can forgive. But I use cancel debt versus forgive because oftentimes when we say forgive, we're like, but I can't let it go. I can't forget. And that's true. It's really hard to forget. It's really difficult to forget when someone hurt you. Um, If any of you are above the age of five, three, maybe even, you have a scar from some fall, some wound, something that happened to you. And that scar serves as a reminder that there was a wound there. It's the best thing about the body that we have is our bodies can heal. But it often serves as a reminder there was something that caused a hurt, a pain, a, a, a tear, a break. And if that happens to us physically, can you imagine what happens to you emotionally? That's probably a similar concept. We just can't see it. You are in the position to forgive. You are in the position to cancel a debt. But understanding that position is going to be the key to actually doing anything. And a lot of times we we forget just how powerful we are in our own lives. Uh, I gave an example of uh, how uh, f- a family member, uh, she was angry at her father, mad at her father uh, for a period of time. He was a drunk he did some things that weren't good um and i can go into a series of situations right so there's people that have been 
abused, sexually raped, um, molested. Um, people have been lied to, been hurt, been stolen from, been cheated on. Uh, all sorts of situations have happened and those things are never good. And when we look at those situations, you're like, but how can you ever forgive you know, per- someone that you know has murdered a child or a, a spouse or a friend or loved one? You have someone that does, you don't even know, a drunk driver that was careless and they caused an accident. You lost the loved one. I, I, I have a very dear friend of mine who's paraplegic. Um, drunk driver hit him. How can you ever forgive that driver? He escaped alive, was able to walk away free, and now the rest of the life, my friend is in a wheelchair and dealing with not only just a wheelchair, but dealing with all the complications of being paralyzed, which are many. How can you forgive that person? How can you let that go? How can you just cancel that? Well, let's just start with the position. You're in a position, we're in a position, I'm in a position to do something. And you say, okay, what's the offense? So whether it be a lying, stealing, someone's done something to you, etc. Understanding the position, I am offended. I used an example before of relationship, had a relationship um, that went sour really bad. And I say it was old. She owed me a relationship. She owed me time. Uh, we were supposed to be engaged and getting married, and that just did not happen. And so, therefore, I lost the potential of having a spouse. I lost the potential of having a life. I lost a year, years. A few years of my life was spent with her. And I lost it. I lost it because of her. Now I'm offended. I carry that offense. She did something, and now I carry the offense. And here's the example I want you to say. Okay, I have a basket. Think about this, just a, just a regular basket. And every time I have an offense, it's a brick. So everyone knows the basic size of a brick. I'm going to put a brick in my basket. So when I was young, my brother did something, brick. Sister did something, brick. Mom and dad did something, bricks. Friends did something, school picked on me, bricks. Teacher did something, said I was stupid, said I was ignorant, bricks. Coworkers, bricks. Relationship, bricks. At some point in time, I'm going to run out of room for bricks. Painting a picture for you. <laughs> At some point in time, I'm going to run out of room for bricks. But I'm I, this is my basket. No, and how dare they? How how dare my dad say that to me? How how dare my mom not let me go do this? Or or how dare my girlfriend not just be honest with me about this? Or who knows? I'll even get more personal. How dare my boyfriend take advantage of me? I said no. Why didn't he just stop? Or the other way. Why did my girlfriend have an abortion? I wanted the child. I wanted her. I wanted the baby. Why did she just go through with that abortion? Now I've lost I've lost the child that I was partake. I that was that was a part of me that I can't no longer have. She owes me a child. He owes me my innocence. And those get real. And, and oftentimes we throw out these situations, scenarios of what ifs, as if the what ifs actually even mattered when at the end of the day, okay, so so I, I being the man in the situation, can't get that back that she owes. 
So I added a brick to my stack and I'm holding the brick and I want to go through life and I want to be free and I want to be able to kind of show up and be good and not have stress and not have anxiety. And I think everyone's against me and not think that this next person is going to hurt me and all this stuff. But I'm carrying this brick, these sets of bricks, these things, right? Carrying this debt, this debt. So the position understanding the position the position i'm in i'm the one carrying it it's my offense the other person's done it like in the case of my family member her father may have done it but she's carried it for 10 years he's dead he is dead he's been dead he's if we were to go open the casket right now i'm pretty sure he's rotted he's dead he's good and dead but she's been carrying it. She's been carrying it. This is her position. She's carrying it. She's carrying the offense of what he's did. He's done. He did. Did. Passed. Did. If someone's continually doing something to you, please leave that situation. But if you are holding on to something that happened to you in your past, you are holding on to something that has happened to you in your past. I'll say that slowly. You are. I am holding on to something that has happened in your or my past. You are in the position to let it go. Now, whether you want to let it go is a different story, but you are at least in the position to let it go. So once we can recognize that we are the ones holding it, that means that we can counsel it. We can let it go. I didn't say forget it. I said we can let it go. And that's the difference. All right, so counseling the debt. I recognize my position. I'm holding on to this debt. I'm holding on to this. Now, most of us want to be really good human beings. We want to show up in life. We want to be responsible. We want to be conscious. We want to be emotionally intact. We want to be whole in who we are. And then I will ask you the question, how can you be whole if you're holding on to something that someone else is giving you that you don't want? Imagine this, all right? So let's just go through it. You don't want to be hurt. No one wants to be hurt, okay? So someone gives you a hurt. They offend you. You're hurt. They give you something that hurts. They give you a hurt. <laughs> it's a really interesting way to say they give you a lie. They can You can put replace it with whatever. I'll use me again. Situation of a girlfriend. Or even my boss. Like, my boss laid me off. So he gave me... A situation that was definitely economically disingenuous. It just wasn't a good situation right before COVID. So I am now unemployed. I am now at a loss. Now I have to go look for work. He gave me that situation. He gave me a hurt. All right. So he gave me a hurt that I'm going to now carry. And it's going to prevent me from getting a new job because I blame him. Hmm, That's not good. Okay. A counseling it, I'm in a position to counsel it. All right. And I now want to, I want to be able to interview well. I want to be able to work well. So I got to now do inventory on myself. What am I carrying that I shouldn't be carrying? Because it's going to be hard for me to go into a situation with someone else where they say, so tell me about your last job. And that doesn't trigger me, right? So we have triggers, these, these triggers, landmines, these things that happen that people around us don't know that exist that just happen and it just simply blows up in their face and it's us blowing up and what is it's actually not us really blowing up in the present it's us actually if i could say this way there's different pieces of us there's different parts of us different if you've seen anything with like uh marvel you know the marvel uh not marvel comics but the marvel multiverse 
um, especially the uh, with uh, Doctor Strange. It's a really good one uh, where, uh, and I forget the lady's name, but she actually hits him and she causes it's like three dimensions of him to kind of separate so his real body separates from his spirit in a way and you kind of see these different pieces of him kind of like floating he's now separated from kind of his physical body in a way imagine if every part of you every past every moment has one of those bodies and you can separate them all (laughs) and so it's one of those showing up in the present it's so crazy to think about it this way it's not you because you want to be good and you want to be great you want to be like really nice to people you want to be loving and kind and yet because there's an offense that happened and because in that moment when that offense happened you got guarded and you got defensive and you got you, you you pull out your guns and you were i'm gonna go to battle i'm gonna go to war so that you that war you comes present fast and the person that's in your present doesn't know what or why or how, but they triggered it. And that's a whole different topic in and of itself, but they triggered it. Or it's a landmine. They stepped on it and it exploded and you exploded. You were the Hulk exploded in their face uh, in a way. And, and, and I say these things because this stuff happens in real life sometimes. And, and I've done it even myself where I didn't realize that I was angry not at the person in front of me, but I was angry at something else that happened, but I brought it in with me because I didn't deal with it. I didn't counsel it. So that happens, right? So now I'm getting back to the counseling. So counseling the debt. So here's the irony in all of this for the moment of the position that you're in. You're holding onto a debt from a person that most likely, and I, I will say nine out of 10 times, Nine times out of 10, 90%. I'm going to probably go as far as saying 99% of the time. Most likely the debt from this type of experience that has happened in your life is from a person that you never, ever want to talk to or see again. Or you don't want to deal with in that situation ever again. Never, ever, ever. Right? So let's walk through this. I have an offense. I'm carrying a brick from a person who has hurt me that I don't want in my life at all anymore okay they owe me okay but I don't want them in my life anymore hmm are you following how can they repay me if I don't want them in my life anymore the position right How can I be repaid from someone who I don't want to see again, talk to again, be around, hear from, know about anything? How can they repay me? Now, in the case of like some some people that do hold on some things, my family members, father's dead. He physically can't repay even if, even if, I don't even know how that would happen. He came back. He physically couldn't make up for the 10 years or the three years or the five years or whatever actually happened. He couldn't make up for it. Take the case of my, uh, the, the girl that I was dating. So she robbed me of two years. She robbed me of two years of a relationship. It's just a horrible time. It just wasn't true. Uh, cheated on me, etc. She robbed me of that. So I don't want to talk to her ever again. No. But I'm holding on to the offense. 
I'm holding on to the thing, the debt. She owes me that. She owes me two years of my life back. Okay, cool. So I'm now in my present dealing with someone brand new. And I'm upset because that other girl owes me two years of my life back. I'm two years older and I'm not married yet. She owes me that. Now, can she actually repay me? Can she actually repay me? So, first of all, I would have to actually allow her back in my life because, I mean, I don't know how someone that's not in your life can repay you because how does that happen? Just want to do Venmo me or cash at me? No, come on, people, really. You have to allow them back in your life <laughs> some capacity. I don't want to do that because that's just going to bring up the, up the hurt again. I don't want to deal with that. It's like, okay, so I don't want to deal with it. So, okay, I and identifying again my position. I'm in a position to let it go. I'm holding on to this brick. I'm holding on to a brick of two years of hurt from a person who's not in my life. So there's no chance for me to get repaid from this person's not in my life. And the next person and the next person and the next person or no one else can actually repay that debt that they didn't create. Period. So I got to deal with it. So that's the part of counseling the debt is dealing with it. All right. So I recognize that she's not in my life. I don't want her in my life. So I'm holding on to something from someone that I don't want in my life. And I'm also holding on to something that I never wanted. I'm holding on to a hurt that I never want. I never wanted two years of loss. I never wanted two years of grief. I never wanted two years of pain. I never wanted a, a, to not be you know, married at a certain age. I didn't want those things. So I'm holding on to that debt that I didn't want from a person that I don't want in my life. That's sick. That's actually psychology, psychology, psychologists actually call that being sick, sick in the head. I'm not going to go that far. I just say that's really bad thinking, bad logic. But if we paint that and we say, okay, now cool, I, I've, I've gotten to this place where, all right, I want to counsel it. I want to counsel the dead. I've quantified the dead. I've identified who it is, identified the young lady. And she owes me two years. I want to counsel it. I don't need to tell her this. I don't know who she is, whatever. Counseling it, that's more about me then. That's crazy. I thought forgiveness was about forgiving the other person. I want the other person to be free. No, forgiveness is always, has always been and forever will be the best thing you can do for yourself. And if you don't believe me, I want to bring up something and actually read it. It was from the Mayo Clinic. And it says, one of the things it says, why is it so easy to hold into a grudge? Why is it so easy to hold on to hurt something that happened to you? Being hurt by someone, particularly someone that you love and trust, can cause anger, sadness, and confusion. If you dwell on hurtful events or situations, grudges filled with resentment, vengeance, and hostility can take root. If you allow negative feelings to crowd your crowd out your positive feelings, you might find yourself swallowed up by your own bitterness and sense of injustice. Something wrong has been done to you. Some people are true. Some people are more naturally better at forgiving than others. But even if you're a grudge holder, almost anyone can learn to be forgiving. That's good hope. Almost anyone can learn to counsel debt. The effects of holding on to a grudge, if you are unforgiving, if you are not counseling debt, if you're holding on to those, these bricks, you might do 
some of these things. You might bring anger and bitterness into every relationship and every new experience. You may become so wrapped up in the wrong that happened to you that you can't enjoy the present. The thing in your past causes you to not enjoy your present. You will become depressed and anxious. That is obviously true. You may feel like your life lacks meaning or purpose and that you're at odds with your spiritual beliefs. In regards to what religion you may be, whatever, there's a core sense of us that just feels that there's got to be something better than just being hurt. And you lose valuable and enriching connecting or connected experiences with other people. And that's really bad, right? But here's here's the benefits that come from this. All right. So again, you have the ability to let go of the brick, the thing that you're holding from the offense from the person that is not there. Right. You have that ability. So we're doing that. And and some of the benefits of letting it go that you this about you, this is about you, no one else but you. And in this case, I'll say forgiveness. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to cancel this. This is about me in the situation with my the girl it's about me it isn't about her at all i don't have to tell her anything it's about me it's not about your father it's not about the person that hurt you it's not about the teacher it's not about the co-worker it's not about the friend it's not about the sibling it's just about you this is just about you thinking better thinking better not thinking of something else but thinking within self self thinking letting go of hurt of debt and the bitterness, bitterness that comes along with it can make way for a, an improved health, physical health, and peace of mind. Forgiveness, canceling debt can lead to healthy relationships. That's a no-brainer. Improved mental health. Less anxiety, stress, and hostility. Lower blood pressure. Fewer symptoms of depression. A stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem. So you mean to tell me that by counseling debt, you can have better health, better immune, which we all need a better immune system. Who knows, COVID and everything else happening. But better relationships, improved mental health, improved how you think, improved how you feel, self-esteem, etc. Even your heart, like... So, anyways, we won't dive into that. I'm not a doctor, but you can go and Google this stuff on your own. It's it's real. Holding onto a debt from someone that can't be repaid is like asking for yourself to collapse. And the only one that's doing it is you. It's I. It's me. I'm doing it to myself. I'm causing myself stress. And now I'm going to be depressed. I'm going to have anxiety. I can't think. I'm always anxious. I'm always afraid of people. I'm afraid of being hurt again. I'm afraid of being lied to again. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be hurt anymore. Sometimes canceling the debt is all the difference, right? And so canceling the debt. So I realize and I recognize that, okay, I have this debt. From this person that I don't want in my life. 
and I have a debt that I can't get repaid by that person because they're not in my life. And even if they were, they couldn't go back and pay. They don't control time. They don't control the future. They don't control babies. They they can't. I mean, can she go give me a baby? Maybe, but do I want one? No. So they, she can't repay that as an example. Can't get your virginity back. You, you may not be able to get that job back. You won't get the money back. The... It's just, the, it's, it's not that you're in a completely different time and you can't get that time back. And you're also carrying around a hurt that you never wanted. You got to let it go. But doing more than letting it go, because sometimes when you let things go, you can have this like little string tied to it and you just pull it back in when you need it. It's convenient. Counseling it is full on cutting it loose and actually forgiving, forgetting it. Not forgetting it in the sense that you don't remember it, but forgetting the debt, letting the debt itself go, the what is old go. You remember the person, maybe remember the incident, and that's just be wise about it. But canceling the debt is important because it helps you to be free. So imagine, let's go back to this brick. I'm carrying, I'm carrying these bricks from life, right? And and now I add her brick into it. And now this is this heavy. So I enter in a new relationship and I'm already burdened. So when this new person does something, I don't have any room and capacity to actually show up and be genuine, to be caring in a real way. I'm triggered easily. And those easy triggers, yes, we all have triggers. Yes, we all have things we have to work on, but those easy triggers are results not from us being um you know great at who we are it's the triggers are results of us holding on to things and not properly assessing them and i say this not as a psychologist i say this as a human who's doing the same thing i'm going through this process myself and i'm identifying these debts because i don't want to be triggered because it's no fun to be triggered i mean can you imagine being a, a monster and then someone pokes you and you're like Rawr. no it's no point in being triggered especially to someone that actually truly wants to love you or care about you or wants to be your friend or wants to actually work with you or whatever no it's not good and if we were all doing this man the world would be a better place but we know that's not going to happen so at least we can do our best for ourselves and maybe for our loved ones you know but most importantly for ourselves because it's freeing for us when I counsel the debt I don't have to worry about that person ever running into that person. And I did this before. Like I, I go back to the city where I used to live and I wonder sometimes, will I run into her? And that's a weird thought. But when I counsel the debt, it's like, yeah, if I see her, I wish her well. I hope she's doing good. No, I don't want to be in her life. No, I don't want her to be in mine. But I'm free. I can go wherever. I can see things. And yeah, it brings up a memory of what used to happen. And I'll get to this in number in uh, the part four of the series but I'm free I, I want to be free I want to be free to have a relationship with someone new where I might go to the same place again and, and establish a new memory a new experience but I want to have that opportunity right I want to be able to have those moments and not feel burdened down not to be like in my own emotions staring in my own closet at my own skeletons and afraid to be me I want to cancel those debts. And so when we cancel debts, I'm getting to wrap this one up. To cancel a debt, recognize the position that you have. You do have the ability to cancel the debt, to be free. Recognize also that if you are holding on to an offense, you, 
You take ownership. Look in the mirror. You are holding on to something you never wanted from someone you probably don't want in your life in that capacity again. Say this again. You are holding on to something you never wanted. You're holding on to a hurt. You never wanted that hurt. And you're holding on to that hurt from a person who you don't want to hurt you again. They can't repay you for that. And since you can't be repaid, there's no sense in holding on to it to say, pay me back. It's no sense in saying this is unjust when they can't do it. Might as well just let it go. Cancel it. And when you cancel it, it is truly uh, this is something that I, I, I will definitely say. If you can't write it down, write it down. Quantify it. We talked about that. Quantify it. Identify it. Write it down. Burn it. Cut it up. Rip it apart. Don't bury it because you might go back. You might be tempted to go back and find it. Burn it. Toss it in the trash. Throw it away. Physically show that you're getting rid of it. And say it out loud. I am canceling this debt. You don't have to tell them. Maybe if you run into them or whatever again, you can say, hey, you know what? I forgave you. I let it go. Wish you well. If you, if that's the case. And sometimes you might have to do that. But in, me, in most cases, what we start with first is looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am canceling this debt and I am free. So until the next time, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so very much for listening. I know this one went a little longer than normal, but this is really important, super deep. And it's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to actually share this with you all. So until the next one, stay tuned for the next one. We've got to get into the next one. Um, and this is going to be talking about how do we walk with debts that are canceled. Still, until then, stay blessed. Do the work. Take the time. Know that you're valued. Know that you're loved. Know that you're important. This is Eric. Do appreciate it. Have a good one.